You are on fire today, man. This is going to be a good show. I'm excited. I can't say any of those things. <laughs> I know, but I'm excited. It's going to be a good show. And welcome to The New Ugly, the only podcast where you will receive live hot take reviews of the latest Nurine songs from Nurine XII. That's Nurine 12, the songwriting contest where you get cut every fucking week, and it sucks. So, uh, today, I'm here, again, once again, we're here, and I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Hi, Ben. Hey, Mike. How you doing today? I'm a little down. Yeah, I totally understand why. 100%. It's a sad day for all mankind today. Um, if you haven't heard, uh, so we're recording on Thursday. It's, what, March 18? March 18 today? It's it's actually... March 17? It's the other M month. It's May. I understand <laughs> how, you. how you can get confused. They both look similar. That's true. They but share it, a couple letters. A little bit. Uh, but May 18, Chris Cornell declared dead. Uh hung himself apparently they're ruling a suicide oh you did not see that yeah they're ruling it they're ruling it as a suicide he was found hung in his hotel room in michigan um whoa yeah just after a concert why would he pick michigan of all the places to go why michigan you mean like to go visit or to like go to michigan killed chris cornell michigan kills lots of people damn i hate michigan detroit even stupid state michigan Stupid mitten state. Yeah. So. Man, uh, I know I know you're a huge fan of Chris Cornell. I was, uh, I guess I still am a huge fan of Chris Cornell. Fantastic artist. Great singer. Great, great singer. And it's so sad to see another uh, legend from the grunge era go. You know, I was a huge grunge fan. As uh, Johnny Cashpoint always reminds me that I just copy grunge songs, and uh, yeah, it's it's it sucks. Yes, it is probably the worst news I've heard out of all of 2017. Uh, we're five months in. Um, fuck you, Trump. Chris Cornell is way more important than the presidential whole shit show that's happening. So that's my take. Um, Pretty sure it's gonna hit me in like three days where I'm just gonna like be walking in the street and then just like fall down to my knees and people are gonna ask me what's going on. Is that like Chris Cornell dead? It's... I kind of wish I had bought tickets to that Chris Cornell show that time. You oh yeah, the but... at the Overture Center. It was awesome. It was really I mean, good. you 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 could have been like, I'm buying tickets. You want me to buy you some? But instead, you were like, I'm going. Sorry. I'm and a... then I was like, Oh, where are you? Where are you sitting? I'm kind of a dick. <laughs> and they're like, There were only two seats left. And I was yeah. like, Ah. Sorry, man. But I did see Soundgarden. That's good. I, I, I've never seen Chris Cornell except for that one time. So I made the accident of eating uh, edible brownies for like the first time in probably, probably the first time, maybe the, no, probably the first time in like seven years. And they didn't hit me until way late. And so I was really hungry and they were the only thing around and I ate more. And then by the time I was seeing Soundgarden, like, my ears just, like, the music was too loud for me to enjoy. I felt like I was going through hell for, like, two and a half hours. I was like, please be the last song. Please be the last song. It's just, I was so sensitive. It sucks. I'm not immune to that marijuana like you guys in Berkeley. Yeah. I I assume Berkeley social scene is just always high all the time. (laughs) 
just how they function. Yeah, they've been putting out some great hits. Great hits in this Nurine. That's true. That's true. So um, we should, speaking of that, we should probably move into. Whoa, 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 no? whoa! Okay, let's just. Let's, we're, we'll, we're we're gonna roll with the punches. I want right. to tell a story. Go tell your story. I did not intentionally like Soundgarden or Chris Cornell. What do you mean you didn't intentionally like Soundgarden or Chris Cornell? Around the year 2000, probably, maybe 98, I found, uh, like, I accidentally bought a Soundgarden CD. Totally on accident. So, there, I was really into this, this band that sounded a lot like Balance Lost, hilariously. And they were the only band I really followed while I was a youngin. And then, uh... There was this guy selling his CDs online to the mailing list. And I was like, okay, I'll buy I'll buy one of these CDs and um, you know, to make the shipping worth it cuz shipping cost like $50 back then. To make the shipping worth it, I uh I was like, oh, and I'll take this Soundgarden CD for $1 too. And I got super unknown, and that that purchase changed my life. I just like and it's it's signed by somebody in Soundgarden. I think it's Kim Thiel, but I don't I can't read the signature. TBH. But um y- you know, after that I really got into Soundgarden, really got into uh Chris Cornell's solo career until he did the Justin Timberlake thing and then uh kind of got into Audio Slave and then uh yeah. I mean, their last al- like the last Soundgarden album was phenomenal for what it was. Most bands come back and they suck, but they came back and they were relatively good. I was impressed. That's all. That's my story. There you go. That's a good story. So, uh, here's to you, Chris Cornell. Hopefully, you'll find some more, uh, you know, enjoyment in the afterlife instead of. Sad songs. Yeah. Moving on. On a lighter note, or perhaps on a darker note, <laughs> um, Nur Ein. Yes, we are currently on round four. And the last round was round three, obviously. And the title was Regime Change. The challenge was two or more guests. And S Cub. Well, I, I kind of set that all up really weird, so I'm just going to probably cut some of that. I don't know. S-Cub 1, Regime Change. While Marison was immune, and uh, Paco Del Stinko picked Farmer Jr., and ROTR were eliminated because they didn't submit songs. And that's it. Nobody else was eliminated. I was just like, this song, that S-Cup song, is, I think, my favorite of his this entire time. The four weeks. But everything he's done has been pretty mind-blowing. I think I've only ever docked him for, like, technicalities and just to make you mad. So, Right. Um, as I was saying, it's kind of uh, on a lighter or... More hilarious or not lighter note, 
the contestants, you know, I always say this is a marathon. The contestants are getting a little salty. <laughs> Just a little bit. And this always happens. Around this time, particularly the later rounds, you know, you're 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 running, you're churning out songs, you're sweating, and, and you're like, is this ever going to end? Am I ever going to get a payoff? And you got these stupid judges and these stupid other contestants who are writing either better songs or worse songs and ranking better than you, and you're just so, like, annoyed by everything, and you just can't help it, and you start posting online about it. Oh, man, are you telling me that there's this giant, like, thread of people being salty? Because I would go read that. I would um, go read the crap out of that. Previous years, there were many, many salty threads. Many, many, many. This year, uh, it, it's only slightly getting there. But because everybody sort of speaks their own language and nobody can interpret tone online, it's... It, it sounds like it's watching you back when you were like 10, 13, when the internet was like first invented or whatever, or even farther back for you. But the first time boards became a thing, and you hop online, you go look up your favorite, like, I don't know, Happy Days form, and you start yelling at people about how, you know, Joni Love Chachi is better and... It just devolves into a flame war of people calling everybody gay. and Usually usually it's all like, oh, why did this judge rank me so low? Uh, can, can somebody illuminate me? Or um, um, th- this challenge is really stupid. Why is this challenge so stupid this week? There are a few things about Narine, and God bless it, that is a charming aspect of it that I love. But at the same time, and and I love the passion of that. At the same time, like I keep saying, it's a marathon. The competition is really just there to keep you running through the marathon. It's like putting a hair at the beginning of a race, and you're you're a dog chasing after it. So like a dog race, essentially. Yeah. Which is not a marathon at all, by the way. Like, 0% is a dog race a marathon. Well, these are lazy musicians. They wouldn't keep going if they didn't have something to chase. Oh, I got you. It's more like if you put a leaf in front of a bunch of slaws on a race, then they have to be lazy and try to get the leaf. (laughs) There's one leaf for all 20 of them or whatever. It's more like, uh... It's more like if you have 12 employees and you say whoever, um... You know, whoever whoever does the best job becomes employee of the month, but employee of the month means nothing. Oh, yeah. So, like, every <laughs> every place that has employee of the month, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's a satisfaction in knowing you did better than the other people, but because the judges just rank so... They're so wildly different, all of the judges, and a lot of them are esoteric in their tastes. I could see why a bunch of judges on an independent, like, musician soundboard would be esoteric in their various music choices. Right. And and another aspect of it is that the judges start to expect you to branch out during the competition because you don't want to listen to, like, 20 alternative rock songs every week unless they're really, 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 really good, which isn't going to happen. So, yeah, we've been talking about that ourselves. We keep talking about people trying to push boundaries, which I think is still good. People are trying to do that. And some people are more successful than others. And some people are pushing boundaries farther or 
you know, various things. But we've talked about that many times, how we want people to just embrace weirdness and differentness. Yeah, I think you have a little more than me. Like, I, I still want it to sound good. I, I, yeah, that's that's fair. I think I'm I'm more willing to accept uh, a worse-sounding song for a more out-there concept that, like, the effort points, I think, matter more for me. Even though I often say, eh, that didn't work very well. I In the rankings, my arbitrary rankings, I am more forgiving. So... I think. I hope so. Yeah, some people value the weirdness more so you 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 were there when i made the songs last year do you do you think they all sounded the same you can't ask me to remember things a year ago but (laughs) um i mean you were going for a grungy feel so for a couple songs it's a, a couple that i remember i think had similar elements i can't say for certain if they sounded the same like I picked a different band for inspiration for each song, so I know exactly who I was trying to rip off, but there's one judge who just every every year, he's like, oh, you're you're doing the Soundgarden thing again, or whatever. It's really annoying, man. Sorry, bro. Just gotta get that accordion out. So he was blown out of the water when I did the kid's song with uh, Rich on trombone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One that, one of his comments was like, blah, blah, blah. Let's see the next. <laughs> let's see Soundgarden's next song this round." And then I submit the kids' song, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" And then you got cut. No, I made it. Oh, that's down. good. Because that would suck. That would be super not cool. All right, so round four. The title is "A Sense of the Absurd." Oh, good. And the challenge is a Mondegreen. A Mondegreen. Do you know what a Mondegreen is? I actually, I honestly don't know what a Mondegreen is. This is the first time you've caught me like this. So a Mondegreen is a misheard lyric. So... Uh, this could be so fun. It, it come, it's a neologism, I presume, that comes from a Scottish song where uh, every... Uh, the, the lyrics are, I lane him, or, and I lane him on the green, but everybody hears Lady Mondegreen. So I'm going to play that, just so you have a little context. Since we've talked about it, I can hear both, but I think I would hear Lady Bondegreen rather than Elaine on the Green, or whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, part part of the problem there is because he's freaking Scottish. That's like, learn English. <laughs> hey, person who speaks English, learn English. What what do Scots have? They have they, golf, right? They, uh, they have a golf course that's run by Trump, and I think they have a couple other ones up there as well. Is one of the Masters up there? Take the every golf. Year? Take the golf balls out of your mouth and speak English. <laughs> They really just got to come up for air. They've been searching for Nessie so long. They got to get out of their their massive 1920s. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So, a lot of the contestants were a little salty about this. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think the songs turned out good. We'll but see what you I'm do. excited for this. Um, 
Oh, where were we? Where were you? Were we going to talk about the the stuff on the forum? What I'm getting at is we were both a little harsh on cave dwellers. Do you think that my assessment on the forum was more or less accurate, ish? I read. I like I said. I, I read some of it, not in full detail. Um, Mainly because I was intentionally on the forum trying to see what people would say about our song that we made up on the fly. Because I was kind of hoping people would, would dish back at us all the crap we say to them. But nobody did. It was a little sad. Like I said, welcome the song fight. Last year, when I was nailing it every round, no reviews. No reviews. None. This year, people are posting reviews like crazy. You know why? Because... I'm ginning up, um, what's the word? Enthusiasm. That's right. I'm enthusiasticing this contest with my enthusiastic. That was at Mondegreen. Oh, right, because we often say Cave Dwellers is pushing too many boundaries, right? That's our sort of general yeah. general comment. Um, so I, I see you go into a lot of the detail, and I'm going to kind of skip over the detail because I'm refreshing yeah, myself right I, I now. I wrote way too much. That's, I mean, probably. that's what he wanted, or at least... I, f- I feel like I've had that discussion with him, like, at least 12 times before, <laughs> but it was usually <laughs> meaner. I don't oh, okay. know. Yeah. You have grown softer in your age. You've been nicer. As I, I read Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Ah, uh, there you go. And you you have to say something nice before you say something, <laughs> something mean. mean. Yeah. And you've got a really nice haircut. And you look well, like shit. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I understand. Like I, I agree with you that we find his music to be pushing a lot of boundaries, and that there's a lot going on. I think is the major point of it, right? So you, you say that there's a lot happening. It does feel a little overwhelming, and I, I think I have that same general sense. I express it differently, but it's, it's the same general idea, right? Um, how, how about you just keep it in mind a little bit when we get to his song. Because last time we railed on him for the apricot sriracha <laughs> cookies. Wait, what? I don't remember that at all. I think another point just to sort of say, at least to, I don't, know, I don't want to defend myself, but I'm going to defend myself really quick, is that I only get to hear these songs once. So I'm sure if I heard things a couple more times, I would be either more forgiving or more understanding or just more hooked and interested on the song. But every time it's the first time, when things are when there's a lot going on, that tends to overwhelm people from the start. That, that's true of everything, right? Songs, jobs, uh, relationships, what have you. Sexual deviancies. Yes. Yeah. If there's if there's a lot happening, people get either scared or confused or both, and they sort of back off on it. So that's how that's... I felt at that townie bar with the karaoke. Oh, I was like, one? We get like me, get me the hell out of oh, here! Oh, right. When we t- went out, uh, out. All they had on tap was Bud Light. They had Spotted Cow on tap. No, no. Which townie bar are we talking about? There were a bunch of them. We've been to a number of them over the years. If you're talking about the first one that's uh, south, no, you go the, east and the south. The one where we we kind of got in a fight on the way home, but... I... Oh, yeah, the one, that's what I thought you were talking about, the one that has the meat market sale. They had, they had two things on tap. I'm pretty sure Spotted Cow was one They of them. had a meat market sale. Yeah, what's wrong with that? All right. We're going to play 73, Keep It Beautiful. Ben, do you have anything to say about 73 up to thus far? They are still one less than 74. Perfect. Someday. 
That's not the direction I thought the song was gonna go to for the intro. I thought we were gonna pretty much keep the one guitar and then have a, a sort of downer vocalist. I don't like how it starts out on a hanging, um, like a hanging phrase, a hanging melody. I just don't like. I don't like how it resolves. Is is the point? My point. I also forgot what the challenge is. Um, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, Mr. Lyrics. Yes. I just don't care as much as you do about that point. You probably care subconsciously. I have other cares. It's going to be really hard for our show because we can talk over people. And the whole point of the song this this week is the lyrics. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up the lyrics. It's about nice. That chord felt flat right there. Oh. Oh, right, because that's the title. Great. Good commentary. I mean, I, for some reason, I thought it was we, we were trying to make the songs be absurd, not the... Yeah. That's my own fault. So his uh, lyric is, excuse me while I kiss the sky. So he incorporated... Should it be, excuse, excuse me while, me while I, kiss this pie? I kiss this guy? Oh, that worked out. He's not the only one who used that. I like Piss This Pie better, but okay. Here's another thing I'm going to say. is we're like, what, a minute 30 in this song or something? Two minutes? And I'm ready for it to be done. We've done the same chord progression this whole time, except for the very beginning bit. And I'm I'm soured by the beginning bit versus this. That now I'm kind of ready for it to be over. I think my expectations were were set one way. The song is delivered a different way, and they are not matching. Yeah, I mean, if you cut out that outro. It is another song under three minutes. Yeah, that's good. I like that. But for some reason, we started with the opening chords, and I thought we were going to get something more like Johnny Cash Hurt. And then we got, you know what we got, which yeah. is not at all that. And... Yeah, I mean, it was a little down-tempo, and compared to all the good songs, <laughs> I mean... Burn. All, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, it, it is a good song. I'm not going to say it's not a good song. But compared to the other songs that are a little more up tempo, it it you know it's harder to sink or swim, or it's hard it's harder to swim, so it's easier to sink. Um, and also just the fact that it's uh, just the, the the way the melody is just unresolved at the beginning, it just kind of, like that dissonance drives me a little insane. And I know it doesn't bug you. But I would rather have a melody driven to completion 
at some point, and it just never feels like it gets to completion. It's like it's like edging, but it's not ever releasing. I think I think my biggest complaint is it's just it didn't do anything different. Like it didn't. It just did the same thing the whole through, except for like the first two measures or whatever. Absolutely. Like if you if you want to do that kind of song where you're doing something slow, your vocalist has to be the key part. Like the vocalist has to be the one to drive the emotion. The guitar will not drive emotion if you just do the same strumming bits over and over again. It reminds me of his round one or two where uh, it was just like elevator music. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Now it's the one I said that was transistory. <laughs> In the video game, but yeah, you said everyone was transistory. I said like two or three. All right, up up next we've got Balance Lost with his anime theme song. Don't get my hopes up again, because it's not going to happen. Okay, this actually sounds like it's going to happen. I haven't had a dream in a long while. A search for a meaning is futile. Defiantly, a giant leap takes me far away Heaven isn't open for me though A small town teaching you to aim low An idea higher than the station germinates Thank you So I assume that's the misheard lyric bits. Yep. The problem is I don't think I can actually tell what he's singing either way. Uh, I think yeah, there's a, there's you've a always had that problem with his pronunciation. That's true. Oh, that's, that's a point. So you're going to have to take that criticism and like have it shot back in your face. Pretty much. Like a hot criticism mode. Yes. Delivered by Balance Lost and his anime sidekick. It's more time teaching you to Cool little breakdown here. What's the same melody though? The, the drum work in this song is very, very good. It's maybe mixed a little low. But he yeah, almost not, mixes it up so much, I really like it. Okay. There's not a lot of drum. The, 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 the girl part, I... I really like it. I wish there was more of it, and I wish it was more of a focus to the song. It feels like it's just kind of hanging out in the background. Like this drum breakdown. This oh my gosh. Sweet. Halftime from that spastic beat. I like it. Good work. Great work. I mean, it could have been a sample, in which case I would have died some points, but I hope it's not a sample. Let's, let's give him credit. Let's say it's not. <laughs> it's very, very much not misheard. Fuck you. Oh, wait, is that the misheard lyrics? Oh. A lot of it is. Oh, I thought it was very intentional. But, I mean, that's the point, right? That is the weird part of this, this challenge, right? Like, to, to have a misheard lyric, you have to, like, try to not try to get there. But I think in this case, it's too pronounced for me, and I, I think he's going for what should be the mystery lyric. It's a little hard, but... <laughs> it started with that weird backwards girl part. Weird stuff. Yeah. 
It's I a know. sense of the absurd, Ben. Just allow it. Allow I, it. I'm allowing a lot of things. Just because I allow it doesn't mean I can't comment on it. I like that he wove in his own Mondegreens. Some contestants made, like, they only used other famous Mondegreens. Whereas uh, he made his own. And uh, and I think they all worked out really good because, like, when he started saying "fuck you," I mean "thank you," I I laughed. I like usually I'd find that a little on the nose, but I I was like, "You're owning it. I like it." Yeah. And then, um, I like how he already broke our pseudo request from somebody to not have curse words in our podcast every episode, and yet it's already there. I mean, I, I yeah. every time. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then he had another uh, another lyric about twerking. Oh, I missed that. I would love to say balance yeah. while twerking. Yeah. So, okay. So, so the first time he says, thank you for curing this disease, I'll start working on the vaccine. And then he says, thank you for curing this disease, all stars twerking on the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd be a great disease. But he ne- he never wrote the f word in his lyrics. I I appreciate that. Like, is they're clearly both Mondegreens, right? Clearly, because it definitely sounded like he was saying the f word the entire time. Well, not the entire time, but <laughs> obviously. Uh, I don't know what what do you think of the music? I'm not sure. Um, I think my biggest sticking point right now is the fact that he has the the female vocal bit that's doing something kind of weird and different and interesting and then everyone else feels kind of balance lost same from what i can remember of everything else we've heard from so far um yeah the the um the upbeat pop jangly i thought that was gonna be like more a, a more focused center part of the song part, and, and part I, of the song. I i started criticizing that until i got to the drum breakdowns and i was like oh yes I I can see you put some some stuff into this. Some effort? You put some mondegreens into this. <laughs> yes, he did. You put some pfeffered f- into it. I don't know. Pepper? What? No. I'm making a mondegreen. You're, no, you're not. You're just being dumb. All right, we got Berkeley social scene. I like how the drums sound like trash cans in this track of theirs. Oh, they, I was like, those do not sound like very clean drums. I asked Sam if they used different drums, and he said no, just somebody else mixed. Huh. Sweet dreams are made of cheese. I know These lyrics are great. I love them. I definitely thought he opened with Inagata De Vida. What it sounded like. I hope that's what I was, he's going for. Oh yeah! <laughs> I like this guitar. This is a good. This is a good build. It was a good build to get to this point. And I like it. I really paid like off. this song. So this, this paid off. Modulation. Not voice, but like, you know. I'm not sure the bass works exactly there, but I'll allow it. I mean, I like so far we've, it we've turned a, a very... It sounded a little dissonant. I think that was... 
maybe intentional. Or maybe maybe not, maybe. but whatever, man. I I just like that we've had we have a very intentional progression to the song so far, and it's very very evident, and it's working really well. I like it when they do stripped down songs like this. You call this stripped down? I don't know if I call this stripped down. Yeah, they start stripped down. He's singing oh. and drums, then they add the guitar. I got you. And then that's they not add what I was the other that. guitar. Come on, pay attention to the layers. That's not what I. And see. then they add all the layers, and it's amazing. That's I would not call that a stripped down song. A stripped down song to me is one that's very like you know the whole way through is stripped down, not starts with one and builds. I mean a good stripped down song. I mean a great stripped down song is clearly uh, she's effing crazy. That's a great stripped down song. Right. No. Joke about strippers? No, okay. I don't know. What are you talking about? Strippers Bruce now. Springsteen again? Yes. R.E.M. makes great stripped down songs. I can make it to them all the time. I'm not sure how I feel about this bridge. It's a little weird. It's like, oh, we need four different chords. Let's do that. And then, oh, we ran out of solo instruments to play. <laughs> I love how they take the oh yeah non-ironically. Like, they don't sing it like Muppets, you know? Yeah, I'd say the bridge, looking back, I think the bridge was the weakest part. Um, It was very bridgey. I think I probably would prefer no bridge. They had such a great progression for the, well, you know, verse to chorus bit, that if your bridge isn't going to be up, up to the same level in that progression phase, just cut it. These keys are mixed a little loud, too, and a little stupid. Not about stupid, but a little loud. I mean, like, a- after the first repetition, they were a little stupid. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. So I think um, we, we agree they could have cut the bridge out and just done two verses and some refrains and called it a day. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was great singing, great playing by Berkeley Social Scene. A couple weird parts, a weird weird bridge, some mixing issues, but overall, I really like the song. I've had it stuck in my head. Yeah. I say nothing nothing major that I would take away things from. I love Dreams of Cheese. That was fantastic. Yeah, the lyrics, okay, the lyrics are super weird, but I'm okay with that because I love cheese and I love boobies and that's all that's great. Good work. See, Good I thought work, guys. I thought this whole time we were going to have really weird songs because the sense of the absurd was the title and I thought that was I for some reason thought that was like the theme and so we were going to get a lot of songs like this that are just like balls to the wall weird and I was going to love all of them. This one delivered on my new expectations. And and it it broke the mold with the chorus with the oh yeah. Like what the hell? Like we're Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah. okay guys, what do we what do we do? We've got a really good song. Like this really strong verse. What do we do now? We have a really strong intro, really strong first verse. Oh yeah! Somebody has a really old, one of like those old, old. Uh, I want to say I don't remember if they were Macs or Windows at this point. Honestly, it's been so long. But that old paint program that had the the voice that went oh yeah and the bomb and the thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? No. Ah oh, man. But I can just imagine uh, Sam singing the oh yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. Funny guy. Funny guy. 
say about that. That's about it. I felt like the bass could have been a little more bassy. A little louder. A little louder bass, a little less loud synth. Yeah. The keys could have been dialed back a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure if I would necessarily the bass had to be pumped up as well, but the keys got to come back a little bit. But minor problem. I don't think the bass needed to be pumped up. I think the lower mids of the frequency of the bass could have been pumped up because I think there there was a little bit of a gap there. Could have taken over. Mixology 101. Yeah, now, wow. we're, now we're into production fight and not song fight anymore. So Yeah, well, you get ready for some cave dwellers. Cave dwellers came to me on the forum and said, hey, can you explain what you don't like about some of our songs? And I said, I like your songs generally, but here's what's going on. You got some mastering issues. You got some, got some EQ issues. You got some mixing issues. And then on top of that, you know, maybe you throw a little bit too much at the song. And we said some really mean stuff last week. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, it's not stuff. It's not new stuff. Like I've always said, I've always been pretty critical. I don't think it's that new. I think the the new thing is that it's over audio and that I have a guy with similar taste to me as as you, Ben. I think we have similar tastes in a lot of stuff, except when it comes to crap like Guns N' Roses and Journey. That's so good. So good. How dare you pee all over great classic rock. Cave Dwellers. While I was crafting on your dime so it was now or never and I could tell the truth that I was losing you I like this guitar I want to say it's not syncopated but it likes I can't describe what it's doing oh I like that Yeah, Ben just winced. A little bit. This that weird half note triplet breakdown thing. See, I think that was really cool, but put it later. Let me get used to the song before you like start taking your clothes off. I think yeah, I think that would have made a really interesting bridge, not for the chorus. And cave dwellers have this um, habit of making really long melody verses. I don't have. The attention span to deal with. Oh, see, I actually like the verse. I I actually really like these verses and the musical style here, and I I like that this little like I find the drums verse. way too distracting. Really? I think it fits really well. I'm actually a really big fan of the song. The half note triplet is the old weird wind weird spot. <laughs> So that part was still different. That was a fine chorus. The half no triplet thing was weird though. We're gonna come back. I don't want to keep coming back to it, but ooh, get it, boy. He bolded the uh, Mondegreen in his lyrics. It's each hidden die. I've I've been talking too much. I didn't pay attention to lyrics anyway. That was a fun little xylophone. I feel like his house is just full of like musical instruments in every corner. I sang this love song. You shaped my life with tools of life. I 
this part is now good here. Right, later. It's just that first time. Because it was too soon. Yeah. I was actually really like the song. This is really, I'm really Japanese thing. Cool little harmonics here. Yeah. I just, I, uh, yeah. I mean, it's got, it's got some cool stuff going for it. I think I only, the, my one major complaint, which I, I keep saying, and I don't want to keep saying it, but I keep saying it, is that that half note triplet bit at the very beginning was out of place. And he should have moved that to where he had the harmonic, well, the he, two, two voices singing the half note triplet bit. And I think it'd been perfect. From, from a psychological perspective, purely like purely non-musical, purely sociological, picknology, anthropotological, just picknology, anthropotatological, potatologically. Okay. To distill it down, I feel like Cave Dwellers' songs are a little insecure, and I don't know if they actually are. That could be me coloring them, but I feel like. They don't relish their stuff long enough before changing it. So they're kind of like, hey, look over here. Uh, oh, you don't like that? Look over here. Uh, oh, you don't like that? Look over here. Instead of being confident and doubling down in what they're doing. And maybe I'm anthropomorphizing it a little too much. I think you're just English majoring it a, a bit. Like as as I think back. The English major in me can say, yeah, I can find supporting evidence for that that mm-hmm. idea. But I actually think that he just has a lot of great ideas and likes experimenting and throwing a bunch of things together. It's, the problem is he, rather than throw a bunch of things at the wall and see what sticks, he throws a bunch of things at the wall and says, that's that's it. That's what I need. And he just does does too much. This song, I think he dialed that back a lot. And we have a, lot, a much tighter, more focused song with only one or two interesting different things. And I think everything paid off, honestly, except for that that one bit of the first bit. And only the first time, because I liked it in the second part. So I think I think he's got a lot tighter grip on yeah. allowing, on saying, no, I can't put all these cool ideas in. I need to save them. So I hope he has like this giant journal of all these like cool ideas he's going to come back to and just be the next like 20 neurons. And like, here's my idea for this one, and then this one, and then this one, and this one. And he wrote them like 10 years ago. I, I like the song. I think it was good. I think it was a solid Cave Dweller performance. Yeah, no, I... I think, it's, I, I think it's the best one so far. Yeah, okay. Period, for sure. Mm. No? You don't agree? I I, mm. I think it's my favorite one. Mm. Okay. Done. Yes. You ready oh. for... You ready for Glenn Case? Yes. Dry. I think you said goodbye Technically I heard your words But then a fog appeared you trying to fart there?
So, I don't think I like all these sort of distorted, muddy tones he's using. I like these clear... Nah, there it is. Um, I like these clear vocals when he's singing very like clearly and not trying to do this thing to it. I think that's really cool. He's like making the weird guitar echo of his voice. I like it. I think, it's, I think it's too much. And I no, it's it's like a song I've heard before. It's done before. People do it. But see, I don't, I don't know if I'd say that. I just pretty not. sure Soundgarden made a song like this, but this is too happy for Soundgarden. It's like a I, I said it was like semi-sonic covers Soundgarden. Honestly, I don't know what to believe anymore. There's a bathroom on the I think this is my favorite part, and the verses just kind of lose me. Oh. It's not jiving with me. Uh, maybe it's your point where it's like a happy-ish. It's too happy to be distorted so much. Or... It's a sense of the absurd. I don't think it's absurd though, it's just. There's a bathroom on the right. The bathroom. The... Excuse me while I kiss this chorus is the best part. Uh, this is kind of... The chorus is the best part of this whole song. You just like the three part chorus. Three part harmony. No, I think, I think I like his clear vocals on top of the distorted guitar. And I'll accept that. But everything being distorted just sounds. convoluted, I guess. It's just... I disagree with everything you say. I know you do. And I'm not sure if I can articulate why this is bothering me. Why I'm not clicking with this song. But I like the us. I like everything that's clear. So maybe I just... You don't like the mixing production. That might be what it is. Which is a weird thing. I've never said that before, I don't think, this whole time. Um, I'm maybe small points. I think he has a very nice acoustic guitar. I like, I like this, too. I think, I think it's that I don't like that when everything is distorted. When one or the other is distorted, I'm okay, it sounds like. Um, but when everything's distorted, I think it's, it's too much distortion. I think it hurts my ears a little bit. Or Good stuff there. Yeah, I mean, cave dwellers hurt my ears, so. Everybody's got their frequency. I'm liking the second half more than I am the first half. I will say that. Probably because you were talking over the first half, you fucker. (laughs) Probably. Up like a douche. Oh, it is. That's why I don't like it. I don't like Weezer. But um, getting back to Glenn Case, I didn't think I liked Glenn's music. Like, I hadn't been exposed to Glenn's music that much, but I didn't think I liked Glenn's music until this Nurine. And I'm like, wow, that guy makes really good music. I'm impressed. I think this might be my least favorite Glenn Case song so far. And I, I think, again, it comes to the fact that everything's distorted. When everything is distorted, it it ruins. It doesn't make me... I don't think there was too much distortion. I think, so I think he had an effect. It was sort of, I don't know how he did it. It was sort of like an echo distortion on his voice and it complemented that. So it added, 
it like I've heard that in other songs. I wish I could name the song that it happened in. I can't. I can't remember it. It's happened in a famous song. If I named it, you would. I'm pretty sure it was a Soundgarden song on Down on the Upside. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. We could find it later. But I, even if that's what they're trying to emulate, it's not clicking for me the same way. Because maybe it's because it's a little too heavy, too, a little too major key. There's something about it that when everything is in the distorted land, I'm not there. I'm not with yeah. it. But when he's when he's doing his chorus and he's got a clear voice, I'm there. And when he's got his distorted voice and his acoustic guitar, I'm there. It's just he that he didn't bit have a distorted voice or whatever you want to call that. I'm, it, I'm using distortion sort of yeah. broadly here. So whatever that, when he, that would be a case where the engineering ruins the song for you. Like I was talking about last week, engineering can ruin the right, song. Right, but these are intentional. These are intentional engineering choices, and not not I'm just a bad engineer, which are two different categories of things. They're kind of, I mean, I would say they're almost the same thing because you generally want to engineer so that the most people want to hear it. I mean, there's stylistic choices, right? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I mean. Physics. You know, I would whatever. characterize <laughs> your taste as being able to handle this song and it couldn't. So that's, you know, that's faux pas. I don't know. Something went wrong that I can't detect. And I, I can't articulate it, which is the worst. I feel the worst about that, that I can't say why it's not working for me, but it's not. It's probably too distracting to you. Maybe it was too loud in the mix. Maybe it's just the major key thing. Maybe that's like the weird thing. Like I, I just associate distortion with minor key, and this felt very major key, or at least pentatonic. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. I can't. I can't keep saying I don't know what I'm saying. So let's move on. Oh, but I like it. I just save. I just save it for later, and I play it on loop so I can (laughs) fall asleep. Jerkatorium. Unique. So, oh, there's, I was like, let's say, that's like, I feel like there's not a Muppet in this song. And the Pirates love it, though. Oh, that's not too Muppety. Not really. The other thing I think, I think I've said it before about Trigatorium is he feels like he bounces, he, when he's, you describe it as the Muppety thing, but then he also does what I want to call, like, this 50s beachside rock feel. I feel like he did another one that's similar to this style before. Think. Back then, that Zeppelin too made yeah. me wanna rock. But I, I just, I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's two guys, and I think maybe they trade singing. And I just wish that Muppet guy wouldn't sing. That's all. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, if you're a Muppet, you can't think of good words because you're just. You're you're just a hand in your butt. That's yeah. all you are. <laughs> you know, I think, I, I feel like this is going to sound weird to say, but I feel like this song is too slow. Like, I think, feel like they should speed this up an extra, like, ten beats or so. He's making fun of the wall. The wall? Oh. oh, I missed that. Sorry. It's hard to judge lyrics. It's hard to listen to lyrics, and I'm trying to also say things that are happening. I, don't know, I just feel like this. I feel like this should be either faster or maybe slower. 
tempo, the tempo is... The words are a little phoned in. That's the problem. That might be it, too. Like, yeah, I see. What, what is, they, they don't have a lot of emotional energy behind them, which yeah. I think is sort of the point of the song. Something has to change. I think either we have to have more intensity in, our, in the vocals there, or we have to either speed it up or slow it down. But that tempo and that emotional level, intensity level... Yeah, I think it's it's cause it. I I feel like I'm on the edge of a precipice, and I need to like go over, or like I'm waiting for like the gun to go off at the start line of a race or something. But yeah, um, I feel like it's very much in the category of '73, Keep It Beautiful, in that everything's put together very nicely and sung very nicely. It just doesn't like they didn't like the challenge and the title did not click with the artist, and that happens. Right. I mean, that happens, and that happened here because you guys are better at writing about BO for Muppets, and that's great. But you'd think Muppets would be absurd. I just don't get it. But well, I'm did, not a Muppet, they, they so didn't I don't go know. With, they didn't go with the Muppet this time. That's what happened. They they didn't embrace the natural absurdity of being a Muppet. And in in my review, I said, "Oh, this is much closer to the line of farcical that I am comfortable with than normal." But um, you know, maybe maybe not picking a side of that line is what 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 will get him. Mm. I don't I don't but, know if I have much. But to, I, I mean, they, ugh, the music is always great. You know? Yeah, I think technically it's it's pretty good. It's just I don't know. It's missing. It's missing it, something, it, or it did something. It was, it was missing pizzazz. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And um, you know, like you have to work hard to make a song sound that coherent and great. It's just okay. I'm done with it. It it is what it is. Uh, not to dismiss the hard work that goes into it, because I know, like I've been there, I've done that, I've made songs that I think uh, are great, and then people are like, "Oh, just more of the same." Yep, been there. Um, I think the mixing could have helped, could have been a little better. It's a minor point for me, at least in this case, it is. I'm, there are sometimes it's it's a big factor. I don't think it is here. I think there's other problems. I I need to train you seen. to be more of an an uh, um, um, an anal retentive mixologist, Marison. That was definitely a scavenger of dark eyes, but said like guys. That was good. That was uh, whatever that word is. Um, that was a well-delivered one, I think. Where it's it was hard to find the line. Some of them, like Balance Lost, had their you know fu that was not supposed to be fu, but very clearly was. That one was I think was really nicely in the, in the category. It's also weird that I'm talking about the song challenge, but. I feel like Marison every week, whenever they do a song, it's really well done and like really technically great, and I enjoy their songs. But this group is a group that doesn't do a lot different each song week to week. Oh man, that that's gonna set Sam off here, and you say that probably. But I maybe I feel like they have though. They did that really cool song with the dead mouse beast. Maybe it's maybe it's the and the garbage song the whatever her name is I can't think of right now. Erin. Erin, thank you. I was gonna say Marin. It's like that's wrong. Clearly it's wrong. Erin. I don't know her voice. And this is gonna. This, 
Yes. This is going to be controversial I, pain I, yes. I know what but, you were saying. But it feels like her voice is, I think, the strongest and loudest part of every song they do. But she's never trying to do something different each time. has a great voice but it's like she's guarding her feelings from her voice I think Sam did awesome with these haws by the way yeah these are nice I don't know if I said that about her voice um I would agree with the part that it's not so I agree with the fact that she sort of does the same thing over again so maybe guarding her but whatever I I don't think she does the same thing I just think she sings a little dispassionately some sometimes I think I think the my main point which is either a compliment or not necessarily against your point is that her voice always feels like the centerpiece to their songs pretty much every As single it time it should be right. if, if anybody but, had that voice they would make that the centerpiece of their song right but i want to but i'm saying that but listen we to all change. the cool shit that they're producing in there right but everyone else they move their centerpiece around and they do something different every time and I'm like clearly like oh yes they clearly you know did a different song this time but her voice is sort of always the same centerpiece and they've always okay. used it sort of the same way an amazing voice like that will always eclipse everything that's just how it's going to work I want Aaron to do something different is what I really want if they're not, if they're gonna have her be the center of every song, no problem, nothing wrong with that. But I want them to make her do something different vocally each time. So I want her to do like a hard rock song one time, and then I want her to do like a country song one time. And because everything, you're right. I think everything around it is changing, but she's not that that center. Her vocal style isn't changing that much. So I am in this mindset of they kind of do the same thing each time. That's. That's my opinion. That is probably controversial enough and they might get any for it, but that's my opinion. I feel like you're really nervous. You're rubbing your hands on your knees. I can tell that you feel really <laughs> awkward about making that. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, their songs are always like really technically good and I always enjoy them, but I kind of feel like it's the same song each week. And you're right. You, when you pointed out that Sam does a lot of different things each time and they put a lot of the, all the bits around her are different each time. It's just her vocal style isn't different each time. It's always the same. Even, I'm not even talking about her like emotional connection to the songs. Just her style is the same. And since it's so central, and if it never changes, it's going to feel like everything else doesn't really change. She's a choral singer, you know? I'm also fairly choral. Not, probably not as, to the same extent she is. But I've always been a big lover of rock music and can't sing at all like it because I was always singing in churches and choirs and things. So, I don't know. I just... I would like to see the attempt. No matter how... Even if it sounds really bad... I'm sure I trust in their other musical musical prowesses to make it sound good or at least interesting where I wouldn't go, oh, that's the worst song in the world. It would still sound pretty cool and, you know, points for, for stepping out of the box. So I understand your point about Marison. I don't know if I completely get on board with it, but I understand your point. It's okay. You're... Micah Summer-Smith. She's got a keen of the absurd Play her a song and then ask her what she's heard And she'll recite back every word Though you 
<laughs> I just looked up the lyrics. Michael Jackson was a misinformed geologist. Billie Jean was not his lava. <laughs> had I known that, had I known that, he would have ranked higher. That's the that is the weirdest misheard lyric. I love it. That's great. Um, Micah, you get you get my heart points. <laughs> Post judging. You know what I'm gonna say about Micah? It's the same thing I feel like I'm gonna say about Marisette, which it feels like the vocal style stays kind of the same. Yeah, I rap like a douche. Everyone loves douche. Oh, the famous one. Did the rap it like a douche? I like the love song though. I like how he's changing things up a lot. You know, between sections like verse and chorus oh, yeah. and bridge. Like he's not doing all he's just not doing a constant beat through the whole thing. He's like adding and subtracting layers. Keeps keeps my ADHD in check. But I feel like and maybe my memory is poor, but I also feel like Micah has the same lyrical style or vocal style every week, week to week. And I kind of want to hear something different. Like, well, last week he rapped. Did he? Yes. Yeah. Remember, we were very impressed by his Spreckensang last week. It went from Spreckensang rapping to... Uh, to oh, really yeah. awkward chorus. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that makes my comment worse. In like retrospect, now that now that you have a clear, concrete example that I now remember. And then um, I don't know the week or two before that, he was kind of just phoning them in. I feel like this is a solid entry from Micah. I feel like if he wants to win the competition, he has to stand out a little bit more, do a little bit more, get a little bit. Crazy. Maybe that's my point now. If the vocal, hmm, because Micah is doing something different, at least last week. But I have the same feeling towards him that I do towards Marisan, which is I wish their vocalist vocal styles would be different. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm just like identifying strong vocalists and sticking with them, and then saying I wish you would do something. I don't. Hmm. I no, feel like I feel like no, I'm now. You've no, now cast do my. Do not. Do not. You cast my thought about Marisan into doubt. Micah. Micah is a decent vocalist. Not gonna, not gonna stomp strong, on his ego. Strong, but is not do not put good. him in the same basket. Strong is not the same as as good necessarily. It's recognizable, right? Like Aaron is a very recognizable voice. Micah, to me at least, has is been a very, very recognizable recommend- yes. voice. Okay. Not, I'm not trying to say like you know. Cal- um, I feel like I'm being a dick to Micah now, <laughs> but or either of them really. I'm not trying to say they're like the best singers in the world, but they're just really recognizable voices. And so maybe I'm just getting hung up on the fact that I recognize their voices every time and they have been fairly central to all their songs. So maybe I just don't want them to be central anymore. I don't know. You've cast out on my Marison thoughts now. Good. You I, deserve yeah, it. I do. Oh, no, I don't. I mean, yes, I do, but. I re- think you're way, way too quick to judge today. <laughs> You mean the guy? Like, who like we're once we're one second into any song, and you're like blah 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 blah. And then you talk over the next minute, and then you're like blah 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 blah. I am 
let it let it simmer for a while. I'm you know? quite quite salty today. It's, it's not been the best day for for good old Ben. <laughs> let it percolate. Let it percolate. Let let your crocodile skin absorb some some mica moisture. <laughs> God, all right. That's no. That's too much. Nope. Not. Nope. Just nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just. Ugh. God. Nope. <laughs> I, nope. Nope. I, I nope. Just, so stuck on that now that I don't, I don't know what to do. Crap. Ah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's go with let's roll with Nick Soma. You are banned from talking for the first 30 seconds. I was just, I assumed that was like a, a, a there was going to be a big guitar thing there, and it wasn't. I was trying to do it. That's all. I went, bam! <laughs> Wait, he just spoke Spanish. I can't talk for another 10 seconds. You dick. Yeah, he did. He did. He spoke Spanish. I and the worst part is, I don't know, I think it's clear, correct Spanish. I think. But I also don't know Spanish. So if his, if his, whatever they're called, that I never heard the name of, are the Spanish lyrics, that's A, a bit cheating, and B, really clever, and C, showing off. So... It seems he picked a song to pick his Mondegreen from. Mondegreen, I don't remember that term. I wish he weren't singing like with his face in a pillow. Yeah. The engineering on his voice. The mastering is pretty awful. Too. I think I'm, I think I'm finally getting to the point where I just want everyone to sing clearly, and by that I mean don't modulate your voice at all with your production. Just let it be heard, unless it serves a real purpose, which I don't know if this one does. I am I am of the opinion that you should not add effects until you have double tracked anything. So if you are singing. Don't add your your crazy effects if you haven't sung it again. And if you sang it again and you can't line up your tracks, do it again. Goddamn. Dang. You know the Beatles double-tracked all their songs. Nirvana did too. On their second album. Oh. It's like that one surprises me. I feel like they're not a band that yeah. would ever do that. Yeah. Kurt Cobain had to be, like, um, tricked with heroin to do it. <laughs> okay. And then he was like, oh, this sounds good. Because it does. Like, adding so many effects is just a, a sign of non-confidence in your singing, non-confidence in your equipment, and insecurities in, in other things, and then you just add a bunch of effects to try and make up for it. I, it's just... I don't know if I go that far. I would say effects... So effects are a, a chance to try to make yourself sound different, and in uh, in a fair number of songs, they are done well, mainly because I think they are done... 
sparingly. To your point about don't don't do them, I think they yeah. should be done sparingly. So don't like, engineer until you got your basics down. Right. So he had engineered his voice through the whole thing. I think if he had just done either started with an engineered voice and then been clear, been fine. Like we had with um, I want to say I want to say it was Glenn that did the distorted voice thing the whole time, or not the whole no, time, you but just distorted guitar. He, did... he distorted guitar the whole time. Whatever. It was Glenn. I think it was Glenn. God, he should write more notes down. This is why I don't take notes. Anyway. Um, but I mean, he, I mean, Nick Soma didn't do anything else with his voice. He just had to, he said, here's my setting. This is what I'm going to do. And I think it's kind of annoying. Yeah, there, there's no dynamics to it whatsoever. Right. Look, Nick, you sing pretty okay, but you can sing a little bit better. So get a better vocal take. A. B. Stop putting so many effects on it and first focus on getting your core competencies down. Now, this is a non-Nurine champion talking to a Nurine champion, so what the fuck do I know? I don't know anything. But that's what I'm saying. That's my feelings. If you wanted to dial it back, I would say at least make your effects be worth it, right? Like, I feel like his vo- the, vocal eff- the effects on his vocals weren't worth the time to do it because he didn't do anything else. Like, they weren't there. Yeah. I he, feel like I mean, he could have done the verse dry and then doubled up his voice at the chorus, and it would have been better. All dry, just doubled up at the chorus. All you have to do is double up a section, and you've you've basically added reverb just better. Better than reverb. I mean, music, everyone, everyone thinks of music, like, music started with people just, like, singing and doing things with no effects whatsoever, and that's sort of, like, my baseline, I think, of... This is what you should do. And so everything else is this should make it more interesting, not be the default, right? Yeah. No and, one... and when you when you do that, when you try to add effects throughout the whole thing, it, it takes away from it. Like that effect definitely took away from many, many, many frequencies and timbres of his voice that could have been there. Overall, it ended up feeling flat to me, I think, for what we just spent the past like five minutes rather on. You have no sense of time. Just let us no, let have, us do our thing. I have zero sense of time. Zero. All right, we've got the last official entry. Right. Strange love or puce or whatever you call them these days. I don't remember names. I write down a thing. No, and no, I say no. A thing. Puce is scub because it's backwards. Cause it's upside down and backwards, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's real, but we're going with it. <laughs> that's that's what I, I know. I'll try to remember that next time. And this is strange love. AKA Caravan Ray. That's what it would be called. It's got very tasteful instrumentation, like little flourishes here and there. Yeah. And he's been doing that all in the ride. I'm so proud of you, Caravan. That's in Australia. <laughs> so is New South Wales. Had a playful streak. That night on the lonely cricket ditch, he found a good give the ball a tweet. 
get the ball a tweak or get the boy a tweak? Because either is pretty bad. Lady Mom. Oh, the yeah, there it is. Ah. Kind of took the easy route with that one. He just needs to get his mastering a little bit louder. I don't think he does mastering. Maybe not. I don't know. I think this could have been a little shorter. This this break, not breakdown, but like intro. No. The first one was if, long. If it were louder, it would be okay. Yeah. Shorter would have been fine. Shorter would have maybe happier. You just don't understand the tricks that they play. I think I'm just. I'm on a short kick this week. I like things that are shorter. In general, which is really sad. I remember years and years ago when songs made a transition from like being five minutes long to three minutes long. I got really, really upset about it. But now, songs were always about three minutes long. It's not true. There was a good era in the '90s where things were like five minutes long. No, it goes back to the first records. Then they grew and then shrunk. But yeah, but like the standard era. was always about three minutes ish. Yeah, sorry. I, tu- I turned it up because I think it's a good song. I feel like this should be in rounds. Just stylistically. Oh, yeah. That, that's a good idea. Yeah. I, agree, I agree with that one. That's a good... I First time I've agreed with you tonight. Good work. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Actually, I think that's the first time you suggested a musical thing, and I've been like, yeah, I can hear that. It's still been a cool part. The synth solo is pretty cool. I love that fade out on it. So what do you think? I think it was, I think it was good. I think it was pretty solid. Um, I have this weird feeling. There's like this... This really minor detail about the song that I don't, I can't articulate what it is, but there's just like, I have this tiny little hang up on it. I can't tell you why or what it is or anything. And it's really small. I just like know it's there. I don't know. I have, uh, I like it's it. It's the mastering. Okay. Ma- maybe. So, Probably. Sure. Let's call it that because I have nothing else to say about so, it. So let's the thing that. I've noticed um, from him throughout the entire competition and actually in previous competitions, he doesn't seem to master. Like, he doesn't even normalize his tracks when he sends them in a lot of times. So they're much quieter than the rest. They don't have the same frequency um, coverage as a lot of the mastered tracks. And so they're a little bit quieter just by that as well, because we hear different frequencies at different rates. So I think he suffers a little bit from that, unfortunately. And I try not to hold that. Uh, you know, I try not to hold the contestants accountable for that too much. I mean, if if anything that, that says that speaks to the quality of his entries, right? Like if he is if he is having poor mastering problems, maybe he is strapped for time. Maybe I, he just I doesn't care. Did, I think he just doesn't do it because, like, un, unlike okay, so cave dwellers does it and they screwed up. Nick's, not this time though. This Nick, week was great. You can't hear that because you're on crappier headphones. That's fine. Whatever. We're, we, you, I, you and I are not here, not here to, to, to dick about 
to dick about the frequencies. But I will say that I think Strange Love could have used a little more, you know, a little more loudness boost, a little more mastering, a little more, you know, maybe excitation in the upper frequencies. That said, I think it was a really good song. But like you alluded to, it's hard to say why you don't like a song when it's not loud. And I think it's because of that mastering. It could be. It could be. But I think- and, and it's like I said, put a little lip. Put a little lipstick on, you know? <laughs> but I think, I mean, I think there's something to say for if you can get this far, if you can be in the top 10 oh, yeah. without yeah. without a ton of mastering work, then maybe, potentially, that rather than trying to master your songs to niceness, maybe we should have a contestant who just does live takes the whole time. Even, even then, if you do a live take with great mastering, it's going to be better. That's just it. It's like the the uh, the invisible perception. You know, you don't try to look for it, but it's there, and it just appeals to you. I'm trying to hope that mastering is not a, a part of this oh, competition. I know are, it is. You are so naive. I, yeah, I, I mean, am. Like, I like am. A, okay, okay. <laughs> That's like the whole draw. Okay, Ben. Ben. I'm, I'm the ben, cute little knight. Ben. 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 Shithead. Yeah. Like, like I said, I'm you not. humans can get, cannot get past their basic uh, wired perceptions. And that is the problem with mastering. Mastering is a hack on human perception. No, so I, I don't disagree with your your point that mastering is makeup. But I think rather than do it to please others, people should try to approach mastering to please themselves, right? Like I, I feel better about myself when I put effort into my appearance. And many, many people say they feel better when they put effort into their appearance, right? Well, yeah. So yeah. screw you for saying well, – not. I mean, yeah, extreme – because we're on a podcast. I can do this. Screw you for saying people do mastering so they can please other people. You should do your mastering so that you're happy with what you're putting in. Well, and no, you should be happy – because you are making yourself more attractive to other people and also feeling more confident in yourself because you feel like it is like it is a feedback loop and you don't know where the feedback loop starts or ends. It's the chicken and the egg problem and everybody should just chill out. I disagree. I think Strange Love, if, if people are putting mastering for themselves and not for others and strange love is doing the mastering that he is willing to put the effort he's for and says doing you know screw that. screw he's my showing up tiny bits. he's showing up in the jumpsuit hey if he's happy and feels proud about and it that's then fine because he's, he's doing, doing well he, yeah he's he's doing like a, a million points on the balance beam yeah so he should do whatever makeup touching he wants well, to do for himself and not for others yeah because he's clearly proud I, with what he turns in so i agree completely all I'm saying is that at some point... Yes, I disagree if, completely. That's at, what you're saying. Well, no. We're going to be down to two contestants at some point. At some point, at some point, we will be down to two contestants with two great songs. And which is going to win? The one that accidentally tweaks the part of your brain that doesn't know how to make logical conclusions. Right. That's what's going to happen. But people should be putting the effort they want into the songs to feel proud about themselves and not trying to just sway a bunch of judges. Because that's what we're ultimately here for, right? Like, people are trying to they're participating in this competition not to please some random strangers across the world. No, they're not. They are, but... Screw your ego. They are not trying to please you. They're, no, I, I They're mean, trying like, to please themselves with doing this. They say, un- I enjoy I mean, this. Okay. This is fun. That that When I participate, when some people participate, yes, it's for me. It's a marathon. Like I keep coming back to, it's a marathon. For others, it is not still a marathon. 
it is like, oh, judges, what do I have to do to pass this challenge? I don't agree with your your marathon metaphor in this particular point that we're trying to, we're talking about right you now. You say potato, I say potato. No, I'm saying potato, and you're saying like bullfighting. Like I feel like that's where we're at right now. They're not bullfighting. You should not pull a potato into a bullfight. I, I think we agree. It's just you are afraid of saying things in the way that I said things. No, I no, I think. Okay, no, I'm not afraid. I just hope that that's not true. All right, hope people are doing it for for themselves and not for your pleasure because screw you. Okay. You have a soup competition. Sure. Okay, this person adds salt. Uh-huh. Oh, all of a sudden their soup is winning. Okay, this person adds salt and MSG. Okay, they win. You know, does MSG actually change the ingredients of the soup? Eh, not really, but it made it taste better. Okay, and when you are a judge, you're just tasting the soup, and you're like, "Oh, this one tastes better." I don't know why it tastes better. Great, you win. That's what that's what I'm talking about. Like this is not this is not something you can consciously always control consciously. Right. But but which win do you feel better about? Do you feel better about the win where you said, "Here is my soup," and I'm not going to change it because it's my soup, and you say it's the best soup, or you okay. say, "Here's my soup." Oh, you like that soup better? Let me change my soup so Let, you'll like it better. Okay. Which which win feels okay, ben, more satis- ben, like satisfactory? Ben, Ben, Ben. Do you feel better being Ralph Nader shouting, "Oh, I should have won," or do you feel better being the person who won? Well, it kind of depends on which person we're talking about right now, but. I mean, I I think you know, I would... like you you can shout, oh, I've got the most genuine fucking soup. I've got the most organic soup right up in here. But people are not going to, on a whole, like your soup. A politics and soup are not equivalent analogies. No, it is, it is totally equivalent because <laughs> no, it is no, not at no, all. no, zero percent no, equivalent. No, because because saying I will not even massage my message the slightest. To make more people happy with it is the same thing. No. You have a good song. <laughs> no. You have a Zero good... percent the same. No. It, it is the exact... It, it is a stubbornness. It is saying that you are more important than anybody else. Like, there is no intrinsic value in your song. Your intrinsic value in your song is what everybody collectively thinks about it, unless you don't care about other people, in which case, why are you in a contest? I... Still disagree with your core point that people are in a contest to get validation from others. That is, I think people are in this contest not to validate themselves. They are in it because they believe in what they do and they enjoy what they do and they want to see where they rank without trying to adjust themselves to rank better. They don't care necessarily about the rankings themselves and try to win the rankings. They just care what other people think about them. And then they say, cool, that's fine. Look, look, veggies up to his vocals. You can argue that that was like an ass nine thing to do, that that had nothing to do with the core competencies, but there it is. Made you like the song better. Uh, <laughs> but, I, fine. I just want to believe that people are here because they want to be here yeah. and not because they want validation. That That's just the way it is. That's how life is, man. That is life. We are all just twirling around like idiots trying to get a pat on the head. I don't know. I think, I think we're twirling around trying to get better at twirling around. That's what but, but people are But nobody here for. can judge twirling around except another human. 
Sure, but I mean, notice we had to say the same thing to, to Inflatable Veggies. Sorry to pick on you, buddy. Multiple times about up in his vocals before he finally said, okay, that's fine. And he did it in a round where he wasn't even in the competition anymore. So he clearly is, the motivation for him to do it is not to win the competition. It's to say, hey, someone's giving me this piece of advice. I want to be better at the craft that I do. I'm not Therefore, sure. I'll, give it a, did, I'll give it a try. Did I say it's to win the competition? Yeah, that's what you're implying. I that's why we're in this whole fight. I, 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 I don't think so. If that's like, not, if you're no. not saying that, then why are we having this fight? We all agree. But you're going No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is... You, a byproduct of adjusting the things that you don't care about, is perhaps doing better in the competition. I feel like... Just like a byproduct of getting a haircut maybe doesn't make you feel better about yourself directly, but other people judge you differently... And then maybe you think differently about yourself, and then you just have a feedback loop there and become the haircut winner. I, th- I think I, I think you are trying to put up a fight about something that is not a fight. No, I think I think you and I have sort of come to a middle-ish ground, and if we keep going, we're just going to end up on the same point, but still yell at each other for it. So I don't have any more to contribute to it anymore. I've kind of lost the thread. Because you didn't have an argument I told in the beginning. Argument. No, I had an argument to begin with. The argument to, in the beginning was that people are here because they care about what they're doing and they want to get better. They don't want to win a competition. I mean, the main primary goal is not to win a competition. And therefore, the change that I they make is said... not to win a competition. It's because they want to get better. And people yes, say, you can be better but, at doing this. But to get better means to win the competition. That's not true. That's not true at all. Generally, it is true. That's not true at all. I would Generally, say, it is true. I would say... Because <sighs> if you do better, people will enjoy your song more, you'll get ranked higher. That is the... Pro- yes, maybe you do not directly do it to win the competition, but you do it to get more validation from the people listening to the competition. You're not looking for validation. You're looking for, for improvement tips, right? Validation doesn't help you grow. It just says, yep, I am right already. We've, we've they, they are they're, they're, they're two heads to the same coin. I mean, there's a heads and a tail to a coin. Two heads is they're, a trick coin. There are two sides to the same coin. There you go. You put your stuff out there, you either get validation that it's okay, or you get criticism. And then you adjust. Right. Or you dig in. But I don't... And all I'm saying is digging in is usually stupid. Because it's not going to make you happier, and it's not going to make other people like your stuff more. Fine. But can you I, agree to that? I can agree to that. Okay, let's let's make it even. Let's make it even blunter. Okay. You're 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 a person who doesn't have many friends. Sure. Or you're a person who has songs that not many people enjoy. Okay. Okay. You've got these two people. All right. The one person without many friends, not a whole lot wrong with him. But every day, he walks out the door with a big shirt that says fuck you on it. Okay. Eventually, one person likes him enough to say, hey, you maybe shouldn't wear the shirt that says fuck you on it because it's pushing people away. Okay. Cut that. Go to the person with the songs. They put out these songs. And a person says, hey... You know, maybe you should make your song a little more accessible to the people 
who, you know, aren't uh, as familiar with your catalog. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe make it a little more easier to listen to. Okay. And the person's like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to change. Okay. It's the same thing. Yes. It is the exact those, same thing. Those two analogies are the same. And that is yes. what I'm saying. If you can agree with that, you've agreed with everything I've said, even if I've said it wrong. You, we are in agreement. I, no, but not for what we're arguing right now. I am, I think, it's been so long, I think our main argument was that I am either hoping or expecting that people who enter this competition are not doing so to win a competition they are doing it because they love songwriting and song producing and song making and want feedback from others in a competition setting. Not that people are entering a competition because they want to say I am the best and I'm okay, winning this competition. So I can distill our disagreement down to the fact that you have not read the forums for the last 10 years. Well, then sure. Maybe I am just wrong, and if that if you have historical data to prove I'm wrong, sure. If you that's fine. If you don't believe that... <laughs> We ended up on a long-ass tangent about analogies okay. and things people that we get, don't have to revisit. People but. get really hung up on the challenges. Sure. And you only get up, hung up on the challenges because you are frustrated about not winning. Yeah. For Yes, I think there's probably a 1% case where that's not true, but I can't think of it. So, sure. And that, I'm there. And, and so that – like winning while personally I do not feel like winning should be a motivating factor, it is – the motivating factor, because like I said, artists are lazy. They need a fire on their asses. You need that hair out running in front of them so they can chase it and rip it to shreds and and get nothing out of it because hairs don't have candy in the middle. They are full of blood and guts and poo. There's no way I can respond to anything you say right now without us devolving into another giant tangent about lipstick, potatoes, hot girls, hairs with blood and guts, and formed that and there's no Fucking way irish <laughs> i i guess the point i was making is that you enter in you enter into a social construct be it a competition be it anything and going around saying no you're the one who sucks not me i'm not going to change is not conducive to anything that's all i'm saying just admit you understand and you agree with that point. Yes. That's all In I want. isolation, I both agree, admit that I understand that point and agree to that point. I am saying... All right, I win. <laughs> damn you. I am saying that the motivation for people entering the song is driven by that and not driven by I want to win this competition straight up. To go back to your soup analogy, if the first soup has salt and your soup doesn't and you add salt and MSG, it is because that people said, hey... This would make a better soup if you did that. Not, hey, I care about a blue ribbon. That is my point. But a blue ribbon is a quantifiable effect of the people saying they like that. Of a couple like people a, a saying blue... that. Not yes. of a bunch of people okay. saying that. Very, very good. Very good. Good. I'm glad you Graham right. Let's move on. <laughs> but, the, but, but you know, the final round is determined by all the contestants voting. It's right. not, I did not know that. It's actually. not determined by the that. judges. I did not know so, that. So you know what? Who picks the last round is the is the competitors. Okay. Well, that's good to know. That'll be interesting to, 
That's it. I just it it doesn't seem that complicated to me. A blue ribbon is just like, oh yes, you are have been determined by some people that you are pretty good, and there's nothing wrong with trying to make those people enjoy your stuff. If you don't change your approach, you're just the dipshit standing outside the girl's window singing with a box of chocolates and being a douchebag. Like, oh, why won't you love me because I'm being a douchebag outside your window? Well, maybe because you're not doing anything I like. Yes. But notice in that scenario, if the person who's standing outside the window changes just to get the girl, that is like a, a – most people would say that's a violation of self and it's not being their true self. They're not changing because they want to change. They're changing because they want to achieve the goal. But and they, we they, normally say okay. in many, many, many forms, we say that that's, that's cheap or not valid or not worthy. Yes, Whereas but, saying, the, I want to change. But that is a measure of intention, which is by default not something that you can determine in any constitutional law books. Like there, there is <laughs> no what, like intention is not an excuse for killing somebody. You know what? That's like, not... the, it, like you can never know somebody's intention a hundred percent. But you, it know... is irrelevant. Right? It is irrelevant to everything. And sure. And it is proven that if you smile even when you are unhappy. Even when you are pissed off and unhappy, if you smile, you eventually start to be happy. You cannot discredit that is ingenuine. That is just the way people work. They do stuff and then they feel it or they feel it and then they do it. It doesn't matter which comes first. It's just the end effect because that's all anybody else gives a shit about. God damn it, Ben. Like, I don't care about reading people's minds. I have better shit to do. I'm not sure. some sort of psychic. That's fine. <laughs> I love that you get so worked over. I, yeah, sure. You never know whether, you never know whether actions or intentions come first because we don't know. Yes. We're just talking monkeys. We don't know shit. That is exactly what we are. And we exemplify it perfectly. That's all I'm saying. That's Sure. That's all I'm saying. You can try to judge something on its intrinsic value, but there is no intrinsic value. And everybody's a monkey. That's all I'm saying. So you have a lot of good points. Just none of them are an answer to the point I'm trying to make, or at least they are like halfway there. All I'm trying to say is, you're right, you said earlier, who cares about motivation? And people judge things, and that's not, the, that's yeah, I exactly agree with that point. Who cares what people say about your thing? I'm only trying to be optimistic in that people are here in this competition because they want to get better and express themselves to make themselves better, not to just be in a competition for the competition's sake. And there are a lot of side points that you are like running off on tangents on because you disagree with that point that you think people are here just to win, but then you just like keep, I didn't keep running say off things. that, but I said... The component of being a competition is a high motivating factor. And they might not want to acknowledge that it's because they want to win. See, that's they may or may not. I, I think, don't know. I think like that's you where can't we are. read somebody's motivations, and that's what I just said. You cannot say, Oh, this person killed this person because of X or Y or Z. Like no, you, see, never there, there, you never there, know. You never know how stop, somebody stop. feels. Stop. You see, you responded to my point, and then you said a thing that I will 
at, at bare minimum, admit is a valid counterpoint, and then you launch off this random tangent about killing people that has nothing to do with what it we're talking a, about. It is like pe- zero okay, percent. Ben, people have been killing other people since before they made music. So it is the most fundamental thing to being a human is okay. murdering the shit out of somebody. Okay, let's let's put this in a in what is probably going to work for you, or at least I hope it is. Here we are in a song fighting competition with a bunch of judges and a bunch of people presenting things, and then there's a courtroom for a murder trial that also has judges and people presenting things. Notice though that the motivations are extremely different. In the song fighting competition, we as judges are motivated by, hey, we enjoy this art, and we're here, and we listen because we care. And in the murder case, people are there and judging because, hey, you murdered somebody that that's bad. Okay. <laughs> Those are entirely different. They're, that, that's all, not all the point I'm, that I'm trying all, to make. Yeah, You're just like yeah, yeah, launching yeah. off on random well, tangents well, that are no, you are tr- you are trying to say that the competition aspect has no bearing. No. Well, if the competition aspect has no bearing, then winning is moot, then they shouldn't be trying to improve. That's not what I'm saying. That is exactly what you are saying. No, this is 0% what I'm saying. I'm saying the competition might be a motivating factor to participate and do things, but it's not the core reason why people are doing the thing. I never said it was the core reason, but I said that if they do not purposefully adjust then they are purposefully rejecting others before they can be rejected. And that is what I'm getting at. Like the guy who wears the shirt that says F you. Then I, I think we've now come full circle and agree with each other. We're just I think we agree other. with each other. We're just <laughs> We're using just different yelling. words yeah. because you view the world through a different lens. And that's all I'm saying is everybody views the world through their own lens and you can't just make assumptions. All you have to do is take them by on the way they act because everybody is a human and that is the only constant we have is the way we interact with each other. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Then you and I are just viewing what we assume the motivations are differently. I'm saying the motivations don't matter that much. What matters is the outcome and the outcome is indicative of the motivation i'm a little surprised you say that for what we're talking about in particular not necessarily in a general level but we're particularly talking about the song fight community that i know you're really invested in and i'm surprised you're willing to say that the motivation isn't important when i think the motivation is a big key factor for building the community like my point where i hope that people have the the motivation of doing all this is because they enjoy what they do it's a big part of building the song fight community because they'll continue to come back, not because they win or lose a competition, but because they enjoy what they get I out know, of it. I elsewise. know people who fall very much on both sides of the fence. I know people that will complain incessantly about the judging, about the challenges, about the title, about the other contestants, about how they could be ranked differently. And I know people who, who are just there to have fun. You know, like, that's the great thing about the community is there are different types of people. But at the end of the day, what I am saying is that if you do not adjust yourself for the competition, then you will be rejected by the other people because you are rejecting them first by not adjusting to their expectations. That's how it works in any social circle, in any social circumstance, in anything. I... Okay, to your point about people who just completely reject what others say, yes, I agree. 
And I don't think anyone in our competition completely outrejects what other people say. I think I think there are a few actually. Really? I yeah. feel like everyone takes at least some criticism to heart. I think I think maybe a little bit, but I think there are a lot of people who just dig their heels in. And I love those people. I love those people so much because they're like, "Fuck you guys! I will I will reject you first. I love like I'm not saying they're bad people, but I wouldn't say they're bad people. I think they they are digging their heels in not to say fuck you though because they're still here. People who want to say fuck you to a society tend to leave it, right? Loners end up being loners because they say fuck you so much that no one, everyone else says fuck you too, and they're like, fine, whatever, I don't care. People who still show up to continue to say fuck you still care about the community. And so all of so their, weird. even the worst person who digs their heels in and fights incessantly and never changes, but still shows up means they still care about the community more than they care about the competition and are still here for a good motivation. I don't. And I not feel just like to it's win. about pride. I feel like some people do not make the connection between making music that other people like and like they don't they don't tie those. I mean, sure, the, like they don't tie those two together, right? And that that is, I'm sure, is true for very various individuals where they say, "Screw you, I am right." I mean, look at I Kanye mean, West. Kanye West is a person who says, "Screw you, I'm always right," but yet he still shows up to all the various events that the community has because he still cares about the community. What community? I mean, the, the various whatever. I'm going to let you finish, Ben. But... <laughs> I, I mean, my, my point is that even if people even if people take the competition very, very seriously and even if people are refuse to give in to others' criticism, the fact that they continue to show up and continue to be here means that they okay. care more about the community than they do about the actual competition. So everyone here... Maybe. I have not necessarily gotten that vibe, but I will give you a strong maybe on, on that. I mean, I at least I don't that's feel true. like I don't feel like that was what we were originally arguing about. Oh, good. I'm, I'm but, glad you're finally on, on where I've been for the past 20, 30 minutes, and I'm finally where you've been, because I feel like that's what we've been arguing the entire time. And it just, it's finally now clicked. There. So well, I'm going to call I'm that glad a win. We, I'm going <laughs> to say I'm right. We can hug it out after we're done recording. Right. Cheers on the beer. I don't even know where we're at anymore. <laughs> well, we, we've got two songs that are in Own Nermany or right. whatever the hell. So I think I think we should always... We should always the community. incorporate them. <laughs> yes, because they at least put the effort in. Yeah. They're still here. They are still showing up for the community. But by the way, Make we missed out. Wendy's last week because she put it on YouTube, and That's I missed it. And I, you know what? If you put something in a place I can't download it, I can't guarantee it's going to be in a podcast. What am I? The Wizard of Oz? No. The Wizard of YouTube Oz? Nah. I'm not going to the Emerald Who's City to try and download your your mystical video or whatever. Come on, Wendy. I will say, Wendy, less that burgers. Had I known Wendy, I would have made Mike do it anyway. But I had no idea because That's I true. don't Ben's look a, these ahead of time. Ben's an adamant Wendy fan. I'm a big Wendy, Wendy fan, fan, which may have colored some rankings, but I'm a big Wendy fan. The acapella thing, it, it melted my heart. It made me so happy. All right. So we've got two A Sense of the Absurds. So I want I will say that I want to hear Veggies first because I haven't heard of only it, in a while. It, and it, I we're feel doing like, things in alphabetical well, order. Well, I, I also, even if we weren't, I would say Wendy's, whatever I hear from Wendy is going to color the next song, and I don't want to I don't want to color Inflatable Veggies. Oh, I want to hear dang. where Veggies is gone. I just really like Wendy. Yeah. Like, it's just... Cause but I, what here, if you get me, another Regina Chang? Oh, my... Oh, that's going to... Okay, so... <laughs> frick. Yes. 
that might also do it too. <laughs> I had that song stuck in my. I still Regina have it stuck in my head. Regina, Regina Chang. Chang. Oh my god! That is still. I've I've sang that line. I think at least once a day for the since I've heard that song. We did that what Friday like a week ago. I'm still singing that song. But I, no offense to Inflatable Veggies, but I know from the various songs I've heard from both of them, Wendy gets stuck in my head more, or at least Wendy. You, you, you not. can just say that it's part of your intuition. It's part of your DNA, and you don't have to justify it. Fine. I won't justify then. I just... Thank you. Just admit you're human. Inflatable veggies. Oh my god, we're doing a song? Okay. If this doesn't have rap in it, I'm going to be a little disappointed. I like the new instrumentation. In a weird way. Light white feather Good. He's kept our advice of bring up the vocals. Stalking still paying on off. Stills. Tiptoes on the thorn bushes. Chases the roar of riding mowers. The horror of riding mowers, I think, was the, the thing. Oh, he named the song uh, Theo's Bird, which isn't the same. A sense of the absurd. Oh. All right, points. Sure. I mean, it is nice that he's I not. I like that synth going on. I wish the bass In synth a really were weird better. way, the synth re- makes me think of, like, the old dialogue. I don't know why. Because it old sounds shot. nothing like it. You just think of it. No, what? The old dial-up, you know, the old 56k modems. No, you're. I mean, you're it's, it's not. It's not. They don't at all sound the same. But it makes me think of it. I don't know why. I have no idea. I kind of like it though. Maybe it's just my randomness. I'm gonna start docking you points. <laughs> Judge Ben so at, at New Ugly on Twitter. Judge how good Ben does. So this is very uh, David Bowie-ish. It is. That's true. That's a good point. Like, since he... I noticed he's doubling his voice, and that's good. It needs to be panned yet. He's still playing with his, his voice, which I... is the right direction, I think, for him to move. Speaking right, of the right, giant... Right, the right, giant right, right, right. No, 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 no. Ben, you don't... That was good. Oh, I gotcha. I didn't mean when you do the when you stretch your arms on the ears. That's what you do. That's what panning is. I mean, we need to have video cast. You say we do. You say panning. I think of like the you know San Francisco Gold Rush panning. Not. I need to give you a spreading. I don't know. I just don't. I'm not in this. A little fade out. I I I I like I like the direction he's going. It's clearly not a Regina Chang. It's A. No, I actually <laughs> I might like it as much as Regina really? Chang. Because it's it's heading in that electro techno direction that I kinda like because I'm a weirdo who grew up with nine inch nails. So I think at that point I can maybe appreciate it as much as Regina Chang. That's that's not true. But I might appreciate it the same, but I don't enjoy it as the same because Regina Chang had a lot of things going for it. The story Uh, was a big part. Okay, okay. Moving on. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) We can't, we can't. 
Okay, 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 okay. All right, 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 all right. No, 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 no. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Sure. He did more interesting stuff with the instruments in this song and with the engineering. It's not as catchy of a song as Regina Chang. And I think that goes back to what we spoke last week. A good song is a good song regardless of the engineering. This song had better engineering. I agree with that point. He didn't fall backwards. His vocals are still up. They were at the appropriate level. He then said, okay, I have a solid bass. Let me push some boundaries. Yep, all there. And yes, good. I don't like it as much. And Regina Shea, I, yeah. the, well, the worst part is I think all of Inflatable Veggies from now until the end of time, I will always say Regina Chang was your best song ever. I'm sorry to say. That's like the saddest thing to say. It was so damn good. And it's sad. Like, there's so many, like emotionally, it was, it was so good. This is also very technically good. Not as emotionally good, I think. Is what it is. Yeah. No. Moving it, on. It, Regina Chang was experimentation with his melodies and with his songwriting. This was experimentation with his instrumentation and engineering which is something you should yep. do yep and boundaries you should push so i just doesn't resonate as well in the first i i lesson. approve of both if i had to listen to one song for eternity i might listen to this one really more hmm. regina chang and how catchy it is it doesn't it doesn't have that engineering if i had listened to a song for eternity i would look for something that i'm allowed and can interpret differently every time i hear it this song, not so much, right? And part of that is the challenge. Uh, I because mean, I miss you, you lyrics, hear the, the weird synth, you know. That, but that's that, not, do, that's do, not do, an interpretation of do, the meaning. That's just listening to it. Do you it think and being, I listen to the lyrics of either? I think if you heard a song for Infinity, yeah, you would. Not if I became a Spaniard in the afterlife. Sure. You're right. If you became a Spaniard, maybe you would not listen to American Yeah, and only Spaniards lyrics. go to hell. What were we talking about again? Inflatable Veggies. Uh, yes, good song. I appreciate that he's pushing boundaries and doing something different. It was great. He didn't fall backwards. All good things. Yes. Regina Chang was just so damn good that I'm stuck on it. That's the other point. Regina Chang was a better composition. This was a better engineering effort. Sure. And that is and my stance. And I think we agree on that. Yeah. I think we completely agree on that. I don't know why I keep bringing it up. I just do. I don't know why we're arguing about it. I think we just want to argue tonight. Yeah, I think we do, actually. <laughs> Wendy Wiseman Fisher. Sing about pie though, so yeah, she worked bacon in this one too. Yeah, for you, I hope. I said, Oh, you always include meat in your songs. <laughs> She's not a veggie songian. Go home, that was the worst. Go home, we're done. Shut it down. 
Yes. She's got very nice singing. Yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. The uh, production leaves a little bit uh, sure. desire. The clipping is kind of driving insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless I downloaded it wrong. Like, Wendy, if you want me to play your songs during the podcast, you got to make it easy for me to download. <laughs> Tim's not that difficult. The other ones are fine. All right, Wendy, here's the thing I'm going to say that I said about Marison, too. Your voice is recognizable, but I feel like you do the, the echo back and forth pretty much most songs we've done so far. I want it to be a different vocal style. Again, same as Marison. Very good. I'm going to forgive the clipping because you're not in the impression making it. But like, I feel like your voice is really strong. It's very recognizable. You kind of keep doing the same thing over again. I want you to to branch out on your vocal style and be different and try different things. Except when it comes to talking about burgers, don't do that burger voice. Do the burger thing all the time. No, always burgers Uh, (laughs) and patting on heads. You can sing about burgers, just don't. I want don't do it in in the ironic. Wendy, I want every song. I want your your goal for every song to be two things: one, to be different. To push boundaries, and when then two, two to make Mike very bad, piss him off as much as possible. So, those were the uh, omni, the omni nerb lock. Herbada herbada on rum. We should have someone who actually knows how to speak German say that word once. No, no. Okay. It is what we believe it is. Then because I, should... I don't think anybody has ever said those words. I've never actually ever. seen... I don't think I've ever actually seen it spelled out, so I have no idea what you're saying every time. So, honey room. Honey room. Honey room. That is not It's German. now Irish. Nope. That it's is now not... Irish. Nope. But if no one's going to correct us on our pronunciation, we can say whatever we want. Pronunciation. Honey room. Honey room. That's now what it is for today. Hone room. Hone room. Read my blog. Read, read my blog. <laughs> Honey room, I'm better than all of you. <clears throat> Honey room, I'm better than all of you now. Room, it was a nice song. Yeah. Like I said, I think she also has a, a really recognizable voice, I think. So I just want her... I she want the, nice the voice. voice. I, yeah, I agree with that too, but it's recognizable. So I want her to push boundaries with the vocal track like Marison does. Like I have said about... Yeah, what you need to do is kick them about out Micah. of chorus. Kick them out of their church choirs. <sighs> all right. Is there any... Any other business to handle before I start ranking shit and we we'll wrap it all up? Um, sense of the absurd. Do we need... It's a good point. I feel like... So the challenge... Or was it that? No, the title was a sense of the absurd. I feel like... I feel like we skipped out on the title, right? So we had the challenge, which was do the Monte... Whatever... Mondegreen. Mondegreen. So we did we did the Mondegreen and people did the Mondegreen fine and, and sure maybe we like borrowed from existing ones. We did it fine. But I feel like most everyone and there's probably some exceptions that I can't think of off the top of my head, but I feel like most people didn't do the title to heart. They just said, I'm gonna slap this title on here, I'm gonna make it in there somewhere and maybe try and be clever about sense of the absurd. But I feel like a lot of us should have embraced 
the absurdity of the title and gone for absurd. There yeah. were a lot of a lot of these songs were in a lot of wheelhouses for people. I feel like no one yeah. no one really tried to push a lot of boundaries. We had a lot of good songs. We had some songs that I clearly said I wish you had pushed boundaries in this spot rather than in this spot. But we we didn't have any Muppets, right? There are nobody like no one's trying to be really, really, no. really different and new. And and this, I feel like, is a title that that's really forgivable for. It is round four. These people have been treading water for five rounds. Five weeks! They've been submitting songs, and they're like, this title is stupid. I'm tired. I want to... Like, that's what differentiates the cream from the cruft is that they can still, the best ones can still tread even when it sucks, even when the going gets tough, even when the title is stupid as hell and the challenge was picked out by John Eric, they can still tread in their their water, their 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 musical waters. Oh man, see I feel like I feel like this this title and this challenge isn't I mean if it's stupid, it's stupid in the way that it's supposed to be embraced as stupidity. If not I just like were it's a dumb. contestant, I would be so annoyed because you're so highly strung and you're like, oh, now write some psychedelic weird song. See, like, I... chill out, chill out, stressed people. Write something, just relax and write something absurd. That is super hard if you are stressed out about the competition, See, I think, which I th- these people are. I think you're putting too many boxes on it. I would view this ch- this challenge as, oh, great. I can, like, take a break and not worry so much about trying to sound really good on the things that I know I sound good on. I am now allowed to go experiment and try some weird idea I've had before. Or maybe I just, like, hey, this funny, weird sound. Like, if somebody had brought up and said, you know what? Instead of a drum, I'm going to, like, kick the can down the street and sing a song into my headphones, like, that would be really a weird, I mean, maybe not that, I mean, it's a different setting, it's an absurd setting to do, to record a song while you're walking in the street kicking the can, having the can be the sound, like, it's things that you could, like, you could take a break and say, this is, like, a weird thing I've always wanted to do, or maybe I could do, and so I feel like that's, that's a, the spirit of the challenge, is to embrace, not necessarily being stressed out about trying to make a good psychedelic song, but to embrace the fact that, let's be weird, but therefore, you also have a lot of freedom to be weird. And I feel like no one did that. No one kicked a can down the street, if that's what you're saying. Yeah. No, yeah. But nobody embraced it quite like that. No, no one did at all. And I wish people had, because I think that's... Or even Black Hole Sun. I don't know if I call it absurd, but sure. No, I've, like, I think that was everybody's first thought when they heard a sense of the absurd. At least the judges. Maybe. Could be. No. I know for sure. Oh, sure. I'm a I'll judge. Trust you. You're a judge. Yeah, I'll trust that. I, I haven't seen the boards. I don't talk to judges. So, yeah, let's trust that opinion. Like, uh, we, we, we wanted uh, somebody to sing convictedly about, um, you know, random words so I wish, strung together. I, I feel like that's that's the direction people should have gone, I, I, and they didn't. Okay, my problem was with Mondegreen. I feel like Mondegreen is just a very intimidating word, and I feel like it, had it been phrased differently, it would have been easier... Because when you're on the spot and you're 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 a contestant, it's very hard to deal with curveballs like that. See, I feel like I feel like Mondegreen is one of those challenges that's like tongue in cheek. There's no way you're gonna achieve this when you're trying to do it type deal. 
Like all the famous Mondegreens are not because people intentionally try to make a Mondegreen. They just sang a song and then everyone was like, ha ha, you sound like this. And they're like, fuck, I sound like this. Right. And then it became a thing, right? So yeah. asking people to make lyrics and then sing them like they sound like a different thing that they actually are. It's a lot of work and requires a lot of like knowledge ahead of time where I feel like that's it's just a rough challenge to do. Yeah. So I'm I'm sort of like saying, Yep, you made the challenge and, and that's good for me. Like it's not like the sentence challenge where I cared a lot, where I thought that was the interesting part. This challenge, I don't think it was that interesting, or at least it was interesting but also really difficult, so I don't really care. The the spirit right. of the as, title. As, as long as people about. tried. But as long but, as you technically but, made the but challenge. Some people definitely tried more than others. Sure. And the thing is, they were stuck on the challenge and not the title, which is what you were saying. Right. A sense of the absurd. You know, what is absurd about those lyrics, guys? I don't know. Nothing. And I think that the title is more important than the challenge this week, which doesn't always happen. But this week was definitely the case. So, yep. and it's actually, as I like sort of read down my, my list of, of like scores and rankings that are really loose and terribly based, there's a lot of like low number, like low, no one really like stands out as the top of the list because we're sort of like at that line where a lot of people did the challenge and a lot of people like made good songs, but nobody embraced the title. And I, I feel a little disappointed this round. Sure. Well, I, I mean, to me, if you, if you made anything that was absurd a sense of the absurd worked as a title i didn't really feel like any of those songs felt absurd and maybe that's just because i'm lazy and i didn't listen to the lyrics hard enough i mean i'm theoretically lazy in that i only listened to every song once and i still feel like definitely was very theoretically absurd. yes and by theoretically i mean absolutely but absolutely absolutely theoretically didn't happen. All right, you want to go off to your judging booth to figure out what you're going to judge, Mr. Judgy Judge? You know, I think I could actually pull three no. from each right now. No, this is our... This is our. Oh, yes, I need to go... Sorry, let's let's lead that back in. Sorry, you're right. I, I miss the spirit. I was thinking of... of All right, Ben, I'm going to send you out into your judging booth so you can judge right. these songs and rank them in the orders, top three and bottom three. That you feel like really captured the title and challenge. And I know you don't feel all that hot about the title. Nope. But uh, that's going to make it interesting. Yep. I'm going to go grab me my little so, hero, my so, rubber ducky so, inner so, tube. So I'm going to send you in your little sailing boat to Gitmo. And uh, when you're done, just um, you know, try to give me a call if they let you on the telephone. It's okay. I'll just break out and put myself on a little raft and float over. Bring um, me some Cuban cigars, okay? Absolutely. I'm going to bring up a whole bunch of Cuban sandwiches, cigars, and whatever other things they have that are Cuban. Latinas. Latinas. Latinas, cigars, and, and sandwiches. That's what I'm coming back with from Gitmo. All right. We'll be right back. Meow, meow, meow. All right, y'all. So here's the part where we normally do try and do something either funny or we try and put ourselves out there by do a random song. But we've tried all of that, and we are not doing a good job today. So instead, we're halfway through Neurine. Which means that our podcast format needs to do something else different soon. So yeah. here's what we'd like to, here's we what, need to we need to be funny or have some other songs or like more people need to make songs. Or just do something different. We're asking you guys to let us know what your ideas are. Tweet us at New Ugly. Let us know what your ideas and thoughts are, what things you would like to hear, what you've enjoyed about our podcast so far, what you haven't. 
let us know. Also, if you guys want to do some interview-type formats, um, if you want to come on and defend your songs from all of our criticism, or also just join us in on bashing other people's songs, let us know that too. We'll work with you. We'll try and schedule some things around, and we'll make this thing a real thing. Please use the Twitter, because we don't know how email works anymore. And we, are we don't believe on Facebook. Facebook so, is the devil. Yes. Hey there, new ugly fans. This is Mike, and I have some unfortunate news. This is about where our audio recording equipment kind of took a nosedive and, uh, and failed. Now, I still have Ben's rankings, and they're just as invalid as they were before. But for some closure, here they go. Ben put Nick Soma, Marison, and Jerkatorium last because they were, quote, doing the same thing over and over, quote. And he put Berkeley Social Scene, Cave Dwellers, and Strange Love up top. I don't recall the exact orders, but I believe he put Marison very last and Cave Dwellers very first to uh, push buttons. Because that's Ben. Anyway, I've got my new audio equipment on the way. Powering through this, I'm editing on my backup gear. You can tell this is a laptop microphone, so we'll be alright everybody. Please remember to tweet at us at NewUgly, check out the songs at narine.songlander.com, you can always get this podcast at podcast.songlander.com, or from iTunes under Podcasts. I'm really sorry about the audio situation, and especially about that really weird tangent I don't know what we were thinking. I'm sure we didn't mean it if you were offended in any way. Again, I love the contest. I love you all. You're all awesome for entering. We song love you long time. This is the new